Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the Flogcast for round 22. The emotionally checked out Tiger Starburns is here and I'm joined by the number one fan of Collingwood's retiring champion, Jesse White, Morgan Ashley. Hello, sorry, I was watching Confidence Man. <laughs> the Clayton Oliver of mods from St Kilda Cookson. Salt and vinegar is the best chip flavour. Bullshit. That is sacrilege. Salt is totally St Kilda-esque. <laughs> yeah, but salt and vinegar is just not here. And the Flogcast French connection from North Lay Grill. G'day, kids. How you going? Before we get into things, Morgs, why were you watching Confidence Man? <laughs> because they're the best new up-and-coming. <laughs> <laughs> Best I don't think it... live band in Australia. I don't think everyone on Bigfooty agrees. Uh, <laughs> why they don't? Like to me, they just they seem like real out there cats, and you know they've got a big future ahead of them. And if you don't agree with that, then maybe you. I don't know. There's no place like home for you, Dorothy. Out there, cats. You really you dig their clothes. Those cats okay. in their clothes. I really like their love. Digging it. No, I really like it. I like the setup. I like the pantaloons. I'm real happy with it. Old mate is really cutting shapes on the dance floor there, though, isn't he? Yeah, I, I like it. I want to watch some more. Leave me alone so I can watch it. I just think there are millions of sperm not getting named, but that crappy piece of shit's named. No justice. Well, Damien Barrett exists too, Cookie, so we already know <laughs> life's not fair. And on that subject, goo or tears, the grill. <laughs> I got tears. Over the weekend, I went to Subway, and the person in front of me ordered a tuna sub, and I was really offended. Why? Because the actions of somebody else really impact on me. Do go on. Well, I mean, I like chicken. I like a chicken sub. And this idiot in front of me decided to go for the tuna. You don't like salt and vinegar chips, or you don't see me complaining. I'm, I'm actually struggling with this. So, hang on, am I missing something? Well, okay. That analogy was this whole gay marriage oh, situation. Gotcha. I thought you were angry with Jared or something. I thought you were playing dumb. I got it. <laughs> well, thank you, Morgan. At least somebody understands where I'm coming. It's all about the plebs, mate. It's all about the plebs. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, I'm calling it the plebs because it's a fucking waste of space, just like the plebs are. Like, this whole debate over gay marriage, it shouldn't be a debate. I mean, you can be against gay marriage if that's your belief and still allow gay people to get married. I don't care. Absolutely. Like, okay, I'm no fan of religion. I think if anybody listens to some of my comments over the journey, but, you know, if they want to refuse church services when this eventually passes, you know what? Fuck it. Do what you want. You stay in your century and we'll stay in ours yeah absolutely you know if someone else wants to do that sort of shit outside of your little buildings then fucking leave them alone live and live and let them live if you're not into gay marriage no one wants to gay marry you if you you don't want to go to a gay wedding chances are you're not fucking invited (laughs) and it's it's not a game Stay We're in not forcing lane. you to marry. No, tick no. the fucking yes box, send it off, because these people deserve to have rights. And not not just so they can marry, but so when something happens 
to one of them. The other one has the same powers and the power of attorney and those sorts of, can make those sorts of decisions that need to be made and that has their entitlements to each other super and that sort of shit that they just don't have rights to. Like, it yes, doesn't where does, affect where does this you. Affect no, one's trying, no one's trying that, to make you gay. And I, I suppose <laughs> the one thing, the one thing that really shits me about this whole debate is that, you know, you read on social media and you hear on the radio, oh, I'm Christian and it's not on with the Bible and I hate it. Yet they'll go and back the Catholic Church after their absolute history Kitty-fiddling. of... Yeah, they, they send mixed messages so they, in that they, regard anyway. This is, like, how many Zaboises do they have? What, what, what's anyone, their, um... anyone here actually read the Bible? There's some pretty fucked up shit that was allowed in the Bible. Oh, yeah, but you, yeah, being religious, being a religious devout, you can pick and choose whatever the fuck you want. Absolutely. Oh, I, I forgot, because you can't be gay, but you can be a fucking hypocrite. Mm. That's Absolutely. all right. But, I mean, the thing yeah. is, what are they, what are they actually saying is that... Gay sex is wrong unless it's with a kid. Like, it's so fucking stupid. These cunts are just... It's arbitrary rules because of whatever... Maybe that was the whole recruitment ploy, that if you were gay, you meant to be a priest and not fuck anybody. I don't know. And not to mention that they're ruling... Or these Christian people are saying that because they're Christian. But there's many people... In Australia, who aren't Christian or don't even acknowledge religion in the slightest. So, are you saying that your way is the way for everyone? Well, that's no different to that's fascism. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's dead set fascism. <laughs> like, not not to not to go over the top, but that's that's what it is. This is not just. A, this is not an attack on people who have religious beliefs or anything like that. If you do have religious beliefs, you're a fuckwit, but that's okay. Good on you. You can have those. Just stop telling everybody else. You're, yeah. you're allowed but, you, but that governs your life. Yeah, yeah because you can, you can have them. The bloke you down the road. Wrong. It's all right to be wrong, and <laughs> I'm happy for you to be wrong. It doesn't affect me. So this doesn't affect you. Just tick the yes box and send your letter back. And everyone's going to live their lives. Exactly. And we are very fortunate we don't have this particular debate on quite the same level as, say, in America. It's just like the abortion debate. Once again, pro-choice is that's the decision you make. And some people will be comfortable with that. Some will grapple with it but still make it. And others will flat out refuse because they don't believe in it. And that is the way that is. But it's everybody. But it affects each comes... person on in yeah. their individual circumstances it doesn't affect you if it's not you yeah and that's the thing like this reminds me of that scene from juno your baby has fingernails <laughs> oh but it's like every every debate of every issue has to be black or white in this society at the moment and it's fucking doing my head in nobody well, understands context anymore well context is dead in politics and you know what Politics actually loves these fucking issues because it allows them to distract from the grey area issues where they can't actually predict voting patterns. They actually, I think that there is a reason they love these issues to be out in the open because it allows them to, you know, argue something pointless. Well, not pointless, but something that really has a fucking simple solution. If we solved all the easy shit, then we'd have to get to the hard shit. Yeah, yeah and nobody wants to solve the hard shit. Nobody wants to solve the hard too shit. Too hard basket. So instead of them going into a room and just voting yes and changing the law, I know what we'll do. We'll send them all a fucking letter. Make them decide. And then, the no, 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 come back, 
million dollars. It's going to come back and fucking 20% of people under fucking 30 aren't registered to vote because they're fucking lazy hipster cunts. And you can guarantee every old biddy on her way to church is fucking sending her no vote in. So if you are listening to this and you are not registered, do it now. Bay 13 urges you. And do not vote for Jack Watts on your form. Votes for Jack Watts will not be counted. They will not be counted. And don't fill your envelope with glitter. (laughs) Jasmine. Jasmine. (laughs) Please, please, for the love of all this. Does anyone arrest development fans? Yes. (laughs) So that reminds me of when Tobias sends his headshots to the Hollywood cast. (laughs) You've got to make sure you fill it with glitter. So I'm a glitter fairy struck again when they open it. Never hire no. Tobias Funke. What I say is we need to start a political party and we need to run under the Jack Watts party. Then votes for Jack Watts will be counted. Oh, surely the flog party. But seriously, if you want to vote for Jack Watts, vote yes, because that Pencil Pusher, he wants gay marriage. And guys, you don't want to let Bob down. <laughs> what? Bob? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, let Bob down? Oh, Bob Murphy. He's all for Oh, yeah, I reckon. Fucking, that's, that's yeah, like... Yeah, so... Why don't you just get James Heard on the bandwagon whast you're at it? Madam Good. <laughs> once, once this thread's posted, I'll post a picture, I'll post a picture of Bob, and you don't want to let Bob down. So as soon as... Or oh, you don't want to let down Bob. It sounds better when it's Bob down, because Bob down was gay. Anyway. <laughs> but, you, know, you don't want to let down Bob. So if this doesn't get up, I'm going to get the hashtag trending, let's blame Bob. <laughs> blame Bob. Yes. Bob. And I'll back you on this campaign. Yeah, because he's a campaigner. I picked a really <laughs> weird time to show up. Oh, oh Pino. No, you picked a very appropriate time, Pino. You picked a very appropriate time. What's your thoughts on gay marriage, mate? I'm against marriage as an institution uh, altogether, but the, I see no reason why gay Everyone sh- else should be should miserable. Not be Shackled. Exactly, equality and miserableness. There's no reason to deny them the right to ruin their lives by uh, imposing <laughs> eternal matrimony. Uh, it's phenomenally well timed. Uh, human lifespan has doubled, and so marriage no longer makes sense as it did when the average lifespan was 40 years, and you basically had enough time to pop out a few kids, raise them, and then you die yourself. So yes, I, I, I'm all I'm all for the yes campaign. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we had to put a real negative spin on a panel. <laughs> he put all sorts of he put all sorts of spins on that one. The uh, grill. How much did you say it was costing again? 122 million. So just to put that into context, that is one and a half life services of Tom Boyd. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and, and, and do we believe he's a waste of money? <laughs> <laughs> But One and a half, that's almost a functioning footballer. <laughs> almost, but he's still really, fucking um, sad. What, what really irks me about the, the issue, though, is that they have to give, in terms of advertising and media coverage, equal weight to the no campaign. Yes, let's give equal weight to the flat earth and the anti-vackers. Yeah, if you remember a few (laughs) years ago, the BBC basically instituted a policy that they weren't allowed to take sides on issues, and then this year they changed that policy because it was a retarded policy because what they ended up doing was promoting climate change denial and uh, anti-vaxxers. Wouldn't... Maybe not quite that that 
extreme, but definitely climate change denial and anti-vax sentiment as mainstream views when they should be confined to the fringes of society where they belong. Like how Google stopped putting anti-vax sites in their searches. If you searched vaccines, you wouldn't get anti-vax websites well, it's like, um, on the first page. Siri, Siri um, if you press Siri and ask for a, um abortion clinic, they'd give you pro-life areas to go to. Wait, Siri did that? Oh, for a little while, yeah. Wow. And, yeah, it's pretty, pretty hard. That. I would but, throw my phone in the bin if it did that. Do, but, could we think of any similar there's uses a, there's for Siri? There's a reason Siri? why sometimes, like, the media has to take sides is because... Who has an iPhone the, here? The truth yeah. discriminates. Um, does anyone use Siri for anything? No. Uh, only only when I've asked her to beatbox. <laughs> Ask her to divide zero by zero. Siri, can you divide zero by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies, and you are sad that you have no friends. <laughs> uh, poor Jericho. <laughs> Siri, can you beatbox? Here's one I've been practicing boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. I could do this all Boots and cats and 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 cats. Thank you, Siri. Still better than confidence, man. It's better than Andrew Ambley. No, it's not better than Andrew Rambley. Who else has goo or tears whilst we're here? Since that, are we still on that? Yeah, we are. We've had Lagrills and that was it. I'm gonna have goo. I bet you it's not the Sibros. No. I'm going to have goo for the Premier League. Entertaining games. Oh, no thanks. Uh, unless you're Chelsea, you've already pissed away their season. Thanks for Matic. Oh, yeah, we've really pissed away our season after one game. You're a fool, Cookie. <laughs> season over after one game. Coffee. In which we played with nine men and nearly still won. Congratulations on your first half of hey. August Premiership, Cookson. Got good we'll, vibes, man. We, we spent oh, a lot of time on the other ones, so... I think we'll, who wants to go next? Can I continue with the political angle and have sure. uh, goo for Andrew Twiggy Forrest, <laughs> who probably needs to change his name for uh, to Triggy because he's been uh, triggering everyone this week. Um, first by rolling out the uh, the old cashless welfare card idea, and then once the uh, once the Greens had a go at him for that, uh, he responded by calling the Greens the party of pedophiles. (laughs) If you know anything about Australian politics, probably factually accurate. I mean, just look at Bob Brown. (laughs) It reminds me of gay bashing, isn't it? He's gay. He's not a pedophile. The church church sees them as one and the same. (laughs) A.K.A. one's illegal and one's not. (laughs) Moral vagaries of sort of pedophilia aside, I think it's 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 high time someone started tackling the big issues like um, rampant substance abuse in uh, amongst welfare recipients. So I think it, it, we should admire Twiggy, who obviously has an uh, impeccable track record track record of uh, <laughs> philanthropy and community engagement work and. Uh, I think he's done a marvellous job by taking a stand on, on this issue, and I think he should run for Prime Minister. He's got my vote for uh, tackling the big issues. I agree. Something needs to be done about the Dale Garlets of the world. 
and <laughs> other Hawthorne discards who've fallen on hard times and substance abuse and stuff. Morgs, you got goo? No. Tears? Oh, no, I don't even care. I got tears for headfuck coaches and cheat grounds. <laughs> <laughs> we'll se- seriously. We'll segue a little bit into the Richmond game, but seriously... We got head fucked by the cheat ground. If you watched that game, the way we were using the handball, we would have handballed it through the fucking goals if the opportunity arose. Because... What, like Andrew Mackey? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. That was ridiculous. I'm not going to bash umpires. We got a terrible run, but we really didn't play the game style to win the game anyway. Um, and yet we still got within 14 points. To... But it certainly, it was just infuriating. To... It was infuriating to watch them not kick long just because the ground is long and fucking thin. Like, we didn't go there. We didn't go there looking to win. We went there scared we'd fucking lose if we played normally. And that's all I've got to say. Hardwick needs to go. No. Yes. Fine. I want to see Richmond under a different coach, see what shenanigans can occur. Well, who's better than him at the moment? Apparently Ross Lyon, um, because, you know, he, he he's the answer to Collingwood. Has Ross Lyon offered himself to you yet? No. No, he, ha- he hasn't yet. What, because... to Starbirds personally, or...? Yeah, because Ross Lyon <laughs> done that in Trelaw and said our list is better. <laughs> no, Ross, Ross Lyon smelled blood in the water. And fair dinkum, <laughs> like... Do we believe this happened, or is it fake news? No, Brad Hardy is notorious. Oh, it came from Brad Hardy, did it? Brad Hardy's a big, fat, red-headed, lying scumbag. Bulldog fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Bulldog fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I love how that's the last one. Bulldog fuck. It's like the icing on the cake. Brad Brad Hardy's reputation, like even over here, is pretty much shot to pieces. It's not that he's a fat ranger or a liar. He's a bulldog fuck. Well, there had to be another reason why I hated him. Fuck, <laughs> full of shit. But seriously, is it time to drop the illusion that Ross Lyon is some sort of after after the last few years at Frio? Is it time Stop to, the Messiah. He's not. He's fucking not. Like you, the Gold Coast job's available at the moment, and no, but you don't hear he anyone with any serious football whatever going. Geez, Ross Lyon would be good to turn around the Gold Coast Suns. But maybe he is the Messiah. I mean. Well, have you seen bad. how shit? Have you seen how shit Fremantle's list is? It's not that bad. I could give you. Well, I can tell you one thing. My team's been beaten by thirty-seven points. That's the highest margin we've had against us. They've been beaten by a hundred points like multiple times. No, I don't think Fremantle's list is bad. It's got some big yeah. holes, but there there is enough to work with there uh, if you actually focus on the draft. Trading in for fucking Harley Bennell. Got more Brownlow medals in it than my team. Well, I mean, if you ask Dan, that's nowhere near as good as all Australians. <laughs> no, I agree. The list isn't that bad, but it's time that everyone stopped treating Ross Lyon as though he's some sort of answer as a coach. I think we've seen enough. He's not. If Ross Lyon's the answer, you need to change the question. Mm. <laughs> Fair call. Like, was St Kilda, is St Kilda the, the most unlucky team of the last 17 years to not win a flag? They were the best team no. to not win a flag over the last 17 years, that St Kilda side, comfortably. No, it wasn't unlucky, it was karma. Well, yeah, not unlucky, but they were the best side of that not to win. Why yet. are you bringing this up? Well, because, <laughs> I think they were the best side. They didn't, they didn't get that far because of Ross There Lyon. was no grand final in 2009. They got that far despite Ross Lyon. Yeah, exactly. They got there because <laughs> the list was that good. The list was just that good. Mm. The list was that good, and Grant Thomas underachieved with it, and Ross Lyon underachieved with it. Grant Thomas just didn't know how to actually... Coach. Yeah, exactly. And well, we're finding out that Ross Lyon had tunnel vision. You, you should have never sacked Tim Watson. 
<laughs> Malcolm Blight. Malcolm Blight could have spent more time coaching and not playing golf. Flying <laughs> West Horsham cunt. You, should, you, you, you bought a Roozy before it, buying a Roozy was a thing. You are on the side. We'll move on to the review. We'll begin with Richmond and Geelong because we sort of were there a second ago. Anything on this? I mean, I'm not going to have a go at you directly here, Starburns, but... Why not? <laughs> do, do it, it's fun. I'm not going to, but you just fucking may as well. Cause... <laughs> well, the Richmond fans fucking bleeping and moaning <laughs> with them. about having to play a game in Geelong. It's a I mean, ground. We should burn it's the like, fucking it's thing not down. a list when the season came out. out. Like, what's the issue? Like, I mean, you you play at grounds that you have to play at. Like, no, because, because Geelong because... have an unfair advantage because the government props up their shitty town <laughs> and their shitty stadium because it's a shitsville that the only good thing about it used to be they had a Ford factory there, but now manufacturing <laughs> is dead. And so pyramid scheme. Forget the pyramid scheme. What's the pyramid scheme? Didn't they have like a pyramid scheme there in like the eighties or early nineties? I don't know. It, was, it like it like swept through the town. <laughs> Geelong. Yeah. So the the only thing Geelong is famous for is making shitty cars and crime. And now well, it's just crime. Well, it's true. We've mentioned the stat on here before that it was, and it was actually studied by Deacon Geelong that the crime rate in Geelong rises after a win. <laughs> There's a, there's a definite <laughs> rise in crime after a win. Like It's like basketball when they all go out looting to celebrate winning. <laughs> the LA riots. The, the, uh, the, the Dallas Fallons, mate. Oh, but oh, that's Dallas. what Geelong is. But no, you were talking about Richmond fans bleating about the cheat ground. You disagree. Look, I mean, North Melbourne have played there pretty much year on year, maybe a couple of exceptions. But, like, and you, you know... be livid about it. Hmm. You don't see North getting massive uh and we get in the ass on a regular basis i just don't think it's something to get yeah what's the word like 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 starburn said earlier pretty much they defeated themselves before the game even started but that wouldn't have happened if the ground wasn't a cheat ground no but at the same time you have enough quality on the park to beat them it was the the tax dollars of honest and hard-working Richmond supporters like Starburn that defeated Richmond before they ran out on the ground. <laughs> okay, so I paid for that okay, whole so that's stadium, legitimate. Man. Actually, there aren't, there, aren't many, uh, there aren't many Richmond supporters that are actual taxpayers, but um, for the ones that are, they should be livid. And speaking of cheat grounds, like credit where it's due, the WA clubs had a cheat ground. And their new ground is not going to be a cheat grounds MCG, MCG proper dimension. That's the noble way. I said the funny thing about that cheat ground is that the WAFC own it and charges the club a dollar a year for rent. But Yeah, but the two clubs in question are both financially solvent and successful on their own two feet and so don't rely on handouts. Yeah, because they're paying a dollar rent a year. Yeah, that's different. Geelong run the ground and get all the handouts. They're like an American sporting franchise. If two private corporations want to lease or even sell Cough Waverly Cough a ground for a dollar, then that's entirely between them. Oh, I see what's going on. Anything else out of Richmond, Geelong? Harry Taylor played well. Alex France is overrated. (laughs) (laughs) Alex France is no. Harry Taylor's a better forward than Alex France is a backman. This is a bad time of the match this time as well. I rated Alex Rance, so 
Oh, you cockhead. So that's why. Look, he didn't he didn't have a good day, it's safe to say. And it's just baffling that Taylor's been so shit all year and that Rance is like he effectively when you factor it in, Harry Taylor's been that bad a forward, he's Harry Taylor as a forward is the worst opponent Rance has played on all year and he's smacked. But, ha- but has he been bad? Like I know he hasn't He didn't kick a goal consistent. for the first seven weeks. Yeah. yeah, but he's kicked a couple of bags. Yeah, we're against the dogs who everyone kicks bags, bags against. Yeah, the only oh, other two bags he's kicked was like against the dogs who don't have a defense. And Alex Keith. And Alex Keith in his first oh, okay. game. Well, I honestly thought in my head that he'd kicked more, but... But yeah. maybe maybe the secret was no Hawkins. Maybe Hungry Hungry Hawkins gets all the ball. And Did he have him in his sock? Maybe because yeah. nah. he's playing on rants, he had something else. Yeah, he gave Rance a bit of his sausage. No, 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 no. He had it. He had a postal vote with no on it. Just to... <laughs> and he's from Geraldton, so chances are he's a conservative fuckwad too. <laughs> well, can, what happens when a conservative fuckwad meets a Joho? <laughs> <laughs> they try to make me fall, but get married. I said no, no. <laughs> It did seem like uh, Rance got uh, loved awfully tenderly on the weekend, so maybe there was some <laughs> repressed shit going on there from Harry. I don't know if he's Catholic or anything, probably. Anything else out of the game? No. No, okay, good. GWS <laughs> put the dogs to the sword, which I think has a little bit... I, I didn't see any of this game, but I think has a little bit going both ways in that there's no Bulldogs miracle coming this year, even if they play finals, and maybe GWS a little bit up and about the... Yeah, I thought, I mean, I said a few podcasts ago that I thought they were just in a rut, but then it continued, and I didn't think that GWS would ever get back to that, but they played pretty well from all reports. They're up and about, and the way the media is, all of a sudden they're well better, so who knows? Toby Green. I've just realised the whole thing is just being set up perfectly. You know how, obviously, everyone comparing the Bulldogs to us us in 2009. I feel like we're going to play the Essendon role and um, Luke Hodge <laughs> in his last game is just going to absolutely iron someone from the dogs out, Matty Lloyd style. Bob. Bob. See, and I'm, I'm hanging a lot of shit on Bob, but I actually don't mind Bob Murphy, but there there is... The goo seems disproportionate, so it is sort of... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't yeah, it's, think it's, many people it's like hate balls. It's like how the the Bruce and Cyril stuff and everyone started yeah. hating Cyril uh, and Stringer because of the package stuff. Yeah, it's not... I don't hate Bob. Yeah, so I think Hodge is just going to line him up at the centre bounce, run off the back of the square and just go and sort of, when he's lying there on the, on the ground, just point at him saying it. I don't support equality. I want to let down Bob. <laughs> no, no, you fucked it up because you put your mug out there. Hey, no, if I'm... But all seriousness... I'm one of the 52%. Luke, fuck you. <laughs> if Luke Hodge ironed out Bob in that last game, I will never say a bad word about Luke Hodge again. <laughs> he is a good bloke. He is a good bloke, and I'd love to see him iron out that fucking flog. Like, I just, Bob was the first one that came to mind. I'd actually rather see it be Stringer, but he might be dropped by then anyway. Bob's a fellow. path is a bit flog-worthy, too. Actually, I, I, I wouldn't mind uh, Bob's a Pelly just because the goo over him has gotten a little too extreme as well. Oh, oh would, he call it, would he call it malicious in the post-game interview? 
Well, hopefully he'd be in hospital with a tube hanging out of him. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to do a post-match interview. He might call it malicious, but I'd call it delicious. Speaking of people who I would like to see in a tube in a hospital after a coming off second best with Luke oh, Hodge, shit. Toby Green. Now... I saw nothing wrong with that. He's nothing oh. nothing wrong. It, it's not a, as it, I said, it wasn't a mark. It wasn't a mark in contest. There's no. There's he no still reason. put his foot up to protect the space. If yeah, you're bullshit. stupid there's enough no, to not, run it's, into a foot, yeah, it's but, your foot run into a foot. He's it's, done that I don't, on purpose. It's a matter of it's a mark. I don't. I don't think anyone. It's a matter of. It's not a matter of whether the ball was kicked or not. The ball came in from a height, and so because he can't be looking straight on, and he has his eyes elevated to look at the ball coming towards him. That's why the leg comes up. Well, this is kind of like the whole um, argument behind any time that there's a collision between two cars, the car that hits in the back is always at fault because the theory is the car at the back has the opportunity to avoid the contact or should be paying enough attention to avoid the contact. And that's how I feel with Dalhouse. What if he kept running into... He was looking. What? One of only one of them was watching the ball. The other one was looking at a boot yeah. and ran into it. Dumb but fuck. But the one watching the ball stuck his leg out to snipe whoever came at him. He's a dirty. Uh, he's a dirty fuck. I don't think you would have. Well um, expected he, didn't mean, he, didn't mean, he didn't mean to. He didn't mean to hit, kick him in the head. But he certainly meant to stick a foot out into someone. I, I don't think Dullhouse would have expected there to be a boot there though. No. Like, well, okay. So if you see a foot in front of you, do you run at it or do you avoid it? Do you avoid it? Well, Absolutely. I, I would, I would, I Fuck would expect off. the, I would have probably expected the foot to fucking drop. No, like, you're you're talking about the, something the size of a foot that you could easily maneuver if you still wanted to tackle him. You could easily maneuver, and then if he moves his foot okay. to follow you, then that's okay. An issue. Okay, let's let. Uh, it was let's, a bright let's argue, yellow. Let's argue this: if Toby Green leaves his foot there, is Dalhouse allowed to grab it? Yeah. No. Dalhouse can, Dalhouse can grab it and and actually put Toby Green on his head. It'll be considered oh. tripping. Or, well, okay, yeah. Or so why is Toby Green allowed to stick his foot up there? Because he's yeah, because yeah, he's going for the ball. If you're yeah, going so, for the so ball, da- you get Dalhouse more freedom. Is, Dalhouse is playing the contest yeah, too. If, Toby Green's Toby Green's putting a foot up that he doesn't need to put up. It's not Toby protect, Green. It's not protecting the space when it's in general play because you're going to get tackled yeah, anyway. But, okay. So it'll be okay to put his knee up and he just runs into his knees and gets a concussion as well. It's not soccer. There's no studs up rule. He can put his knee up. If he can put his I'm knee not, up, I'm he can not, put... I'm not, saying, I'm not saying studs up. I'm saying foot out. Just generally, it's a dirty act. It's, but it's, it's can be out. It's not right. It's clumsy, but at the same time... Oh, it's not like, clumsy. It's pretty green. That, he did it on purpose. If that foot, oh, if that foot follows him... The, yeah, the whole story is because it's Toby Green. That's all that matters. Yeah, because no, if, it's, it's, if, it's... If that had have been fucking Dougal Howard, no one would give a single fuck except Craffles. Who's Dougal Howard? Probably Howard doesn't have a track record of sniping blokes. Dougal Howard wouldn't stick his foot up. He would He would take it like a man. If oh. it was half the players I've named, no one would give a shit. No, no one would care. And to the fucking sooky bitch fucking Western Bulldog supporters... On my Facebook status, you can all go and suck a giant stadium. You know, you know why it would be dicks. no one else? Because no one else would do that in that situation other than Toby Green. He's How do you know that? Thinks, I'll stick my fucking foot out here. And if yeah, I Jay Carlisle would fucking do that. Dynak used to do it all the time. Alan Dynak did it in every contest. Every marking contest? Or just every yep. contest? A- every contest where a ball came in high, Alan Dynak would put his leg that, out. Well, that would, that, would, that would sum up Dynak's character for me too. 
Remember, he did ride shotgun with the CBD shooter after all. The only reason okay, why Adam so what happened? didn't do it because he was too fat to get his foot that high. Who? Okay, so what what happens if um Toby Green doesn't put his leg out and he jumps up for the ball and he puts his hands on the ball and Dalhouse pretty much goes through with the tackle, flips him, and then he falls and breaks his neck or something. Oh, I the would onus, say the uh, Dalhouse gets a knighthood. <laughs> yes, but when yeah, but okay, he's not, he's so when he's you're gonna, walking he's down the street his... and you cross the road at the lights, you run on the assumption that no one's going to stop. If someone transgresses the rules, well, then they get as they get in trouble. But it's human nature to want to protect yourself. I'm not necessarily saying that Toby Green is a saint by any stretch, but at the same time, it's perfectly reasonable he's to like, take measures to protect stretch, though. He's you, not you, he's protecting you know an awful Sim- lot of space. You know that Simpsons episode where... Uh, I'm going to go like this. I'm going to go like this, and if you get hit, it's your own fault. That's what Toby Green did. Pretty much, and I'd say that's dirty. But it's clumsy at best. To stay away from it. It's not like it's not like Green sort of went into him. Dalhouse uh, could have avoided the contact. Uh, Toby Green, Toby Green, even if he used his leg, could have protected the space a lot closer to himself. He's he, he, there's some serious gymnastics going on there. Like he's basically nearly doing the splits to get the leg out. Could, I, could, I could accept the fact that it's like he or poor technique. He did something wrong. Uh, else he wouldn't have got fined. Yeah, his leg, his legs up awfully high for a guy who's not that high off the ground. Like he, he's almost, it's almost out at right angles to the his hips. Flying hip. kamikaze. I'll give you that. Like you could argue it as careless, but at the same time, I think there was enough opportunity for Dowhouse to avoid that contact. He didn't have to run into him. You shouldn't have to worry about that because the foot shouldn't be where it was. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the next player who does it will get suspended. It's just good. I hope it's not Toby Green. <laughs> it's just that nobody's seen this happen like this. Got let off. I'm just upset that it wasn't a worse bulldog than Dalhouse. Yeah, he's reasonable. I like it. Toby Green deserved every bit of beer poured over his head over that one. Um, <laughs> and when he runs into that guy out the front of Zagami's, he's going to kick the fuck out of him. Do we have anything, do we have anything on the beer being poured on Toby Green? <laughs> waste the money. Yeah. That's $11. You stupid, silly dogs player. We can't stop wasting our fucking money. Match ticket, $30. Beer, $11. Pouring it all over Toby Green. Priceless. <laughs> Is it worth being banned for all those games, though? Oh, well, did, then they, they, did they find him? It wouldn't be hard to find him, surely. <laughs> it's not like it was packed. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Saints are basically cooked for the year, Cookson. Oh, we were done since we lost our season. What? You were all up about last week. You liked Fucking, football you again. Won, you could have won this one and you could have beaten us and I don't know who you play next week. You could you could have made it, but you, you yeah, lost. Yeah, but it wasn't that high of a chance, but... Shut the bed first quarter, didn't deserve to win. And the uh, the uh, St Kilda first round pick watch is, is still on because mm. now it looks likely that they'll finish below us. Well, it doesn't no. matter. The, the two picks will be one, one after the other anyway. Yeah, but, it, I, but it's a matter of pride, I guess, <laughs> because if you look at that, that th- the Hawthorne first round pick watch thread on the uh, St Kilda board, it's just 100 pages worth of wanking off about how it's going to be a top three pick. 
I miss those days. Halfway through through the season, like the tone changes and the quivering lips come out and it starts going, oh, it'll it'll probably still be top five. And then after we beat Adelaide, oh, but at least they'll still be below us. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Two years ago, you were gooing over flags and now you're just gooing over the draft pick you traded not being so bad. you got to take the, the highs with the lows. You can't win them all. You said, you said St Kilda shat the bed cooks, and I reckon it was the crowd noise. How many were there there? 50,000 people. 50,000? That is impressive for Melbourne. Absolutely. Mm. I think, isn't that the, like the highest non-Queed's birthday crowd since 2000 or something? Yeah, it's almost like they got in for free. I'm going to call bullshit. 20,000 people got in for free. 20,000 free tickets given away by Melbourne. Some would have been Saints fans as well. And given it was a Sunday, all kids get in for free as well, so chuck them on top of the 20,000. So that's at least 40 of the 50 then. So basically only one person paid to get in. It was the cunt with the cheese platter. (laughs) (laughs) Who brings the cheese platter? The the, the avocado guy. I saw that. Yeah. I want to know. Was it was his avo smashed? No, it wasn't. I want to know how this cunt got a knife in. (laughs) Guy had a tool knife. I want to know how he got that in the ground. Nakia wants to know more than you do. (laughs) Somebody needs to lose their job over this shit. Exactly right. Obviously, they're not doing the scanning things on the MCC. A fucking cheese platter. You know what? This is like. We all know Mario from Doncaster is actually a big footy flog trolling and in disguise. Honestly, this this, stri- this strikes man. this strikes as a fake Melbourne supporter going in and doing, what's the most <laughs> Melbourne thing I can do? I'll smuggle in a fucking cheese platter to the game. He had a whole salmon in his bag. <laughs> yeah, I Who walks around with a whole salmon? I don't know. John West? <laughs> Who consumes a Paul whole salmon? salmon? That was Paul Salmon. Uh, yeah. The guy had, like, salmon and prosciutto and fucking rubbish. What a fucking wanker. I blame Harry Taylor for this. He was the one who first started bringing meat to games. <laughs> Cured meats. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember reading something about uh, Port supporters turning up to, to a Crows game with um, smuggling in some Chardonnay to boo Tippett. Under the pretense of being crow supporters, so I think the, the false flag theory has some merit. Um, <laughs> just on the free tickets, um, so Melbourne gave away twenty thousand freebies. Apparently, they want to be the next uh, New York Yankees and have the support of the city behind them. They might move to another city if that's the case. <laughs> They're more likely to be the Mets. Or the, I'd say the Knicks. Oh fuck off. It's just, like, the Mets have been more successful. Like, the Knicks haven't won since basically when Melbourne did. There's a lot of disappointment. There's a, There's been messiahs <laughs> along the way. Melbourne don't have Spike Lee, though, so there's a positive for them. <laughs> yeah. I bet we can think of I one. Li- I like Spike Lee. His films are awesome. They might not have Spike Lee, but they've got the cheese platter man. <laughs> no, they've got the dude with the mohawk. I don't know if he even is still there anymore, the blue and red mohawk. No, they had the guys with the money bags. <laughs> <laughs> they used to wave them at Tom Scully. <laughs> See, that's a, that was a great troll. It's like pouring beer on someone. Fantastic. Good old-fashioned fun. Yeah, I would like would like it if our team could, you know, between the big sticks, it's Gresham, 
Bruce, Billings, just focus on that for me, please. Oh, well, Billings, I think, gets a pass. You can only see out one eye. <laughs> yeah, but still. Okay. He's done it for the whole um, year. I, I rate Billings. I know his finishing isn't great, but, like, I know that game against North, he had, like, three touched off the boots in the one game, but what's it, What's his, like, is it technique? Is it mental? What's the problem? Instead of kicking through the ball, he just stabs at it. He's trying to focus too much on accuracy, not kick it normally. So do you think there's a yips situation, or do you just think it's yips. shit-ass technique? It's yips, because he's a beautiful kick. Should we segue into the North Hawthorne game with that? Sure. Will oh, Langford oh, has the yips. Will, Will Langford? Yeah. He's, at least he's not as bad as Josh Bruce, though, at least. Side <laughs> 10 metres. So, what did you have out of this North versus um, Hawthorne game? Tassie Derby. Todd Goldstein needs to fucking man up and earn his money. Mm, but he's in your best 22. <laughs> no, Dan is 100% wrong here. <laughs> I mean, I am really disappointed that the fall in his form and everything has been so dramatic over the last couple of years. But just before three quarter time, there was like the big huddle before they go to the ruck knock and Robbie Tarrant is, you know, rallying the troops, blah, blah, blah. You got to do this. Goldstein's chuckling and laughing. And in itself, like you could say, oh yeah, well, you know, they can have fun, blah, 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 blah. But when he is getting paid 800 grand a year to be the man and he is putting in that poor effort for him to just to think it's a joke was really the you're most getting, disappointing thing from that game. For you're me. getting shown up by your own teammate who's a 21-year-old who's playing like his fifth game or whatever in Proof. Exactly, and then yeah. And big, big boy McAvoy dominating on the uh, opposition. Well, I wouldn't say big boy dominated, but... Well, he was better than Goldstein. But he was better than Goldstein, I'll give you that. But, oh, it was just... It was really... I know, I left a real sour taste in my mouth on that. I... Look, I mean, I, I don't like to bag my players, but... Oh, he, he deserves that it. I mean... That was really it's bad. To, it's hard to think of a more dramatic fall from grace because normally... It, norm, even normally that, only I... happens once players are over the cliff and, like, 33, 34, but yeah. it's, like, 28, 29 and should be in the prime. But even all that's fine. I don't have an issue with all that. But, like, just to sort of come in and just be all jokey about it and it showed because that first first five minutes we kicked they kicked four goals against us so we obviously weren't switched on i would have expected a bit more but that's just me uh and speaking of players who need to fuck off will langford please <laughs> he heed my advice create a big footy account send, <laughs> send a pm to lethality and ask him for the number of his therapist, because clearly you also need to see a shrink to get your uh, crippling anxiety issues sorted out, because clearly you have a fear of goalposts, and whenever you see goalposts in front of you, you shit your pants. So perhaps you can get that diagnosed. It what do you think Will's going to vote? of great comfort to every Hawthorne supporter out there. I know I know how Jared McVeigh's got to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking homophobe. Yeah. They're in the pride game. Not for long after after his performance. Let's move on. <laughs> got nothing else on that game. 
Not much to add on the rest of these, but uh, Morgs, the puffers beat you. Did they? You wouldn't know. There wasn't a lot of puffing in the thread. There was just scent of desperate Adelaide supporters. Pathetic twats they are. <laughs> yeah, it was an absolute shit fest to watch. It was ugly. It was unskillful. Port beat a bottom eight side. Yeah, surprise. Congratulations on beating another bottom eight side. Rinse and repeat, I guess. Mm. <laughs> oh, nothing I, didn't see, I didn't see this game. No, well, be grateful. Because that's why you still have vision. I believe Ilksy survived it, though, so there's always silver lining. We would have won if I had have gone, because the travelling Morgs and Ilksy show is a success. (laughs) (laughs) So you just lack commitment to the cause. Oh, no, I had to go. I went to a gender reveal party. For a baby or for an adult? For a baby. (laughs) <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay. okay, it sounded it sounded far more ridiculous than yeah. No, no, no but actually, it's still come, pretty ridiculous. No, when you come to think about it, it's still pretty ridiculous. Uh, what 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 was the trick that they played? Was it like somebody smoking a wheel and the smoke came out blue or pink, or was it? No, somebody they had a balloon and they popped the balloon. Hooray! It's a boy. <laughs> it's pretty lame. <laughs> Oh, like it was a big black balloon and all, like, blue confetti all came out. There was, like, a hundred people there. It was ridiculous. Drinks? Yeah, I didn't drink. I drove. You, you, oh, that's unfortunate. It sounds like something you would have needed some drinks at. No, <laughs> I drove because I had to get out of there to go home and watch the sleep. Gender reveal. Fuck me. That's what we've come to these days, mate. Yeah, can can we have a, yeah, ple- can we have a plebiscite on that? No more. <laughs> well, I'm well, voting no. I'm voting no. <laughs> Bob in, in five Bob years, vote, yeah. they'll be having a species reveal party just where the parents <laughs> announce that their uh, baby is on the way and it will be Elfkin. When it sues, it's a horse. I've got a real issue with this. Mind. The fact that this baby's 20 weeks old, I know what sex it is and I know its name. Like, it's named Connor. Like, I just don't... I don't are they are? Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? It's been born? No. Oh. But so it's been see. named and I already know it's a boy. Like, well, can't we go back to the days where you had a baby and then you decided what it was called and told everyone what you had? Like, oh, God. There's no excitement now in having a child. Everyone's already like, yeah, we know. It's named Connor. We don't care. Look, I don't particularly mind about the whole gender thing. But it would actually be quite funny to go to a gender reveal party and they just go undetermined. Well, that's what my friend's husband said. He goes, oh, when I have a kid, I'm going to fucking do it. And then I'm going to pop the balloon and they're going to be all black and white fucking shit in it. Then I'm going to be like, I'm not fucking telling you. Get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. Yeah, did they assume it's gender? I don't have an issue with that, but it would be quite funny where people just go leaving and go, well, what the fuck is it? Well, right. I want to waste somebody's afternoon. Like, I just want to be like, oh, well, that was not worth it. <laughs> so when you and NL have a kid, are you going to do this? No, fuck no way. I will just... She'll reveal it on the vlogcast like a... Yeah. <laughs> a like vlog- a regular human being. It's a Collingwood yeah, like supporter. I, as, like, as with everything else, I'll reveal it on here for everybody. No, I will have a child and then I will reveal what you, it is. You, you, Will you, you dedicate a thread to the birth? 
Oh, yeah, I'd have to, yeah, reporting live from the fucking hospital. You might have answered this already once before, Morris, but are you going to force Collingwood support on on your kid or are they Um, going to get to choose? No, no, they don't get to choose. Um, Boys would support North Melbourne and girls would support Collingwood. Oh, you haven't thought of doing the whole put a Collingwood piece of like a Guernsey or something on one side. Oh, like a dog. A kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, because the child's always going to go for a kangaroo. No. No one wants a bird. No. <laughs> oh, it's funny because my boys, my boy, my twin boys, um, we got them footy cards because they like the shiny ones. And um, on the back of the cards, it's got the insignia of the club and they like the Collingwood one. <laughs> because we've got this, we've got this magpie. That, you need to nip that one in the bud, man. Oh no! But because we've got a magpie that flies in to our sort of backyard and sort of really comes close, and we feed it and, and all that sort of stuff, and they love that magpie. And they they pick up the card. I think it's Brody Grundy on one side, and on the other side, it's got the the magpie symbol. And they actually kiss the magpie. They love the magpie. So. <laughs> That's not sounding positive. <laughs> you you have an uphill battle, and you see, being 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 a North supporter in your part of the world. Yeah, well, my wife's an Eagles supporter too. So Ooh. yeah, so you won't even be able to play the you 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 support this team or you or you don't go to games. Yeah, you know exactly. that, that's how that's how everyone in Victoria or everyone in their home state gets away with it. Mind you, one of my boys is big on the Kangas. Like, I, 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 I this all sorted. Like, NL's not going to take children to games until they can sit there quietly. <laughs> and not right? Whereas I'll put up with anything to get my own way. Well, so NL find the flag. They're, gonna wait, they're not going to wait for Daddy to take them when they're fucking 10. They'll be going with Mum and they'll be calling what supports. But will he allow a flag? <laughs> no, there will be no flags. I'm not allowing a flag. No fucking way. You can clap your hands. That's it. Uh, what, what about those hand clappers? Yeah, I was going to say no, hand clappers. No flags allowed. Hey, your kids should support Frio then. <laughs> <laughs> Ilksy could have blended in with the Never Tear Us Apart scarves, which is probably one of the worst traditions ever. Would you not agree? The grill? It's I- plastic. It's cringeworthy. Yes, I, it's it's- peak port. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I was talking pre-show with Starburns about this and, like, we probably find ourselves as a sport on the precipice. We've got a lot of clubs that are the traditional clubs and we've got a lot of the franchises. Now, if you you compare that to, say, I don't know, your American sports where they're just franchises, I don't know, it does seem to be a different sort of feel to it all. But the more and more clubs do this sort of stuff. It does seem to me to be that it's starting to take that feel away from it, and it all is becoming a bit too plastic for me. We should embrace the unique elements of our game. Instead of trying to manufacture traditions and stuff like Port Adelaide, we should embrace the things that are uniquely in the well, at least yep. fit our yep. game. You know, the the pouring the beer on Toby Green, the money bags with Scully, nor, our Melbourne supporters with their cheese platters. <laughs> the fucking powers that be at AFLHQ, they just seem intent on copying whatever bullshit the American sports well, come to, up to with. To be fair, yeah. not even the AFL would have dreamt up something this ridiculous as never tear us apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
This is on Koshi the whole way. Uh, and I blame Frio. Frio started this with this TNT bullshit because they couldn't get up, they couldn't come up with a decent song of their own. So they had to actually rip another one. I think a, a big thing would be like, and this is why I don't have an issue with sort of games in Geelong because it, it has that, I mean, we, we're never going to we get rock, that criminal you know? feel. Well, you know, what is going to a sport game without thinking that your car's going to get stolen in the car park before it? Like Your but, cheese platter might get upended. <laughs> might get shattered or broken if it's a, you know. But, like, at, and I think part of it, one thing that they could definitely do is separate the AFL reserves, play it before the league match, and make a bit of a sort of a... I don't, for want of a better term, a festival feel, have stuff going around the grounds and all that sort of stuff, involve the community, whatever you want to do. Like, I mean, Richmond could have a game at Punt Road, have little marquees in between Punt Road and the MCG, have a big day of it. We do that before the seniors all, all the time. It's pretty handy. Collingwood get to do it too, being in yeah. the precinct. I like the idea of curtain raises. The problem is that you seemingly have to start them well, you, sorry, you have to finish them like 90 minutes before the game now. Which yeah, is that huge point, gap. Which is, yeah. yeah, it's fairly pointless in that regard. Unless you're like Richmond, like our VFL games finish basically a lot of the time as the seniors start. Like if you stay to the end of the VFL, you're probably going to miss the first bounce of the seniors, which I think yeah. is a bit silly, but it's better than waiting 90 minutes. That's yeah, but I mean, that's where I suppose in the interim you could have like, you know, stalls around the around the precinct. I mean, you could have little areas where people can, I don't know, buy drinks or food or whatever. I don't know. It just seems to make it more of an event, sort of similar to what a local football game. If, or, if, there's, if there's one thing I've learned today from all the discussion about cheese platters and cheat grounds, <laughs> the suburban football experience, is that if someone took uh, a whole salmon down to a game at Geelong, guarantee you by before the final siren, before the game's out, some coked-up hooker's going to be in a hotel <laughs> hotel room somewhere getting slapped, bitch-slapped across the face with that salmon. <laughs> games that don't matter, West Coast just fell in against Carlton, which I think confirms that they are cooked, especially considering their games to come. It's just Kennedy or Bust for them. Like, they're a one-man team. Their midfielders are just... One way. And just wait till they lose Pritis too. I know everyone said that, and I know it's been the knock on them for so long, but it's really starting to stick out even more so. Oh, oh big big rebuild going there, especially with no Pritis and Mitchell. Uh, speaking yeah. of, I meant, we mentioned the Coleman before, and I hope Kennedy wins it just to see the melts from the Essendon supporters who was so keen to take Danaher Coleman out of this year. And, yeah, they lost to the Crowbots. Rory played well, despite... Cookie pumping him up last week. Yay! Oh, Rory was, played um, well. I was kind of hoping that uh, Ben Brown would take out the Coleman, but I think Eleni Gluftis has had money on Kennedy and therefore <laughs> refused to pay any marks to Ben Brown on the weekend. Oh, could have had a screamer. Frio were completely pathetic against Sydney, which... Yeah, ridiculous. Really. Fucking horrendous. I don't want to talk any more about that other than they were horrendous. And finally, the Q clash was one-sided. Brisbane's way, despite the Gold Coast sacking their coach, which I think is concerning for the Suns. Usually a coach sacking gets you a boost because the players pull their fingers out, and not the case. They clearly 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. Gold Coast sport never works. But we'll move on to the talking points and on that. Rocket got sacked. He holds the record now for most games coached by anyone not to win a flag. I guess the only thing that was surprising about it was that he got sacked before Buckley. I, I thought I thought you were going to say before the end of the year. I thought that I thought he'd see it out, but he inherited something that was probably very difficult to work with. I'd say. But I mean, he got he got absolutely reamed by Cochran in the post match as well. There was absolutely there was no respect. I mean, surely of all people, Cochran would have known that. Look, I, I, I must stop and correct you there, the grill. On on here, he's Cockbrain. Okay. Sorry. Rookie mistake. It's okay, we've all made it. <laughs> Cockbrain should have known as well as anyone that Eid was being served up an absolute shit sandwich. And to come out like he did to announce Eid sacking was pretty disrespectful, in my opinion. Well, he's not one to shy away from a dumb public statement in that right, Penal? Ah, oh, yeah. He's an excellent administrator <laughs> and great An orator. <laughs> Like I said in the pre-show, he reminds me of Jeff, Jeff Kennett without the actually without the ability. Uh, I reckon he's Koshy right down to the annoying voice. <laughs> but at least Koshy has a business brain. You can knock him as much as no, you want on anything else. Every business venture Koshy has been involved in has been a failure, and yet he's somehow lauded as this great finance guru tells people where to invest and how to save money. And I've always thought it up. the best way to make money is to sell people on the idea of making money, if that makes sense. If you have a plan to make money for other people, other people will pay for that. Mm, this, this sounds awfully like what got Geelong into trouble years ago. <laughs> no, um, but it's true. Like, there's, so many, there's so many false profits and I mean that in both senses of the term. Like, hey, hey the grill, want to buy my uh, guide to investing and making money? All <laughs> you have to do is buy it, and then you sell it to five of your friends, and then <laughs> you <laughs> make money <laughs> as well. I would like to subscribe to your service or newsletter. Your idea is intriguing. <laughs> but, no, I, I legitimately think the... Um, the, the first time I saw Cochrane speak, because e- even even at the end of last year with the O'Meara shit, the only thing I saw of him was like articles in in the in the paper in the papers and online uh, about him talking about the stuff. The first time I heard him speak his voice, I just burst out laughing. I was like, you 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 know that clip of the the talk show host host that just c- can't control. <laughs> Is laughing because the guest <laughs> is on there talking about his condition with his vocal cords. Uh, he's got a legitimate medical condition that causes his voice to sound funny, but the, the host just can't keep it together. And that's, that's what I, was, I know when, exactly uh, what you mean. When, uh, when Cochran, <laughs> when I, when Cochran's voice. <laughs> are we that bad people? Are we? Are we, uh... we are the worst. But at least, at least we, at least we acknowledge it. <laughs> oh, good lord! Anything else on Cockbrain Rocket? Nah. It was, it was always coming. Like, un- unlike Buckley, I don't. It kind of makes sense that they get rid of him now. Like, because 
he's obviously not going to be there next year, so may as well give an assistant the chance to take over. Whereas Buckley, I guess, coaching for his career, so see what he can do. I give that club 10 years, honestly. I give it 10 years. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll merge with North pretty soon. <laughs> do we want to mention the junior footy grand final, the grill? Oh, it was bad. I mean, to fight at a, a under-15s grand final and to actually assault people at that game to be honest i think the whole the whole mindset of parents supporting their kids needs to really be looked at this would never have happened if they just didn't let glenn archer at the game he did not kick this off like (laughs) this has been a problem for ages when i was playing footy it used to be the parent would lambast the kid if he didn't play well or she didn't play well but this is just ridiculous okay can you can we contextualize actually what happened in this game before you did like there was a brawl at a game but why was there a brawl because i think plugger would love this it was a grand final and there were two consecutive 50 meter penalties paid and that resulted in the goal being kicked to win the game for a particular side obviously and differing the parents reports. got shitty yep the, but I reckon the most alarming part of this was they reckoned that alcohol was a problem. I didn't know you could drink at junior games. Well, that's the thing. Like, for parents to be so tanked at 4 o'clock in the afternoon whilst potentially beating the care of it. Was this a rural game? Albion versus Elizabeth, I think. I don't know. Which state? In Victoria, it was at Hopper's Crossing. Oh, oh, well. Sorry, Morgs, but... (laughs) Um, Western suburbs. Western suburbs. Yeah. So basically, yeah. So heaps of parents got tanked, supposedly, and started attacking the umpire that called the consecutive 50-meter penalties. The first one was over the mark, and the second one was for um, dissent. But, yeah, they kicked the goal and kicked off. Yeah, look... As a parent myself, (laughs) (laughs) that self-righteous tone. This deeply concerns me because I I don't think it's appropriate to send your kids to to that sort of environment. I mean, what are you teaching them if you're going to have an umpire there who's just going to hog the limelight (laughs) and pay 100-meter penalties. I mean, what's that going to do to the kids' poor self-esteem when they lose the lose the game for no reason? Does somebody ask, is that the best to, he can do? To an umpire. I would not send my kids to that football <laughs> league if you get those sorts of role models in the umpiring fraternity. Plugger likes this. But seriously, who's so out of shape that they would attack someone, a volunteer or, or pay you know, a pittance to give the kids an opportunity to play a game. Glenn Archer. And, well, no, that, <laughs> I think there was a bit of context in that. But oh, it's just, it's moronic to me that parents do this and think that this is okay. I think sometimes the umpires just need to be taught a lesson if they're going to act like that. You've got you to set the right example for your kids. I really shouldn't have brought this if, up. If, the, if, the, if people were allowed to do this to raise a ray, would we have a better competition, Penal? Look, humanity would be better. There you go. Point Cook and Albion. If if Toby Green, you know, jumps up in a marking contest and accidentally fly kicks Razor Ray in the face, I will be 
the first he gets petition to grant him immunity from any future MRP indiscretions. Dare I say it? I would give Toby Green a hidden immunity idol. How do we feel about <laughs> Teffy singing a shotgun in Lenny Goose's mouth? <laughs> he said oh, that, did he? On. Yeah, uh, well... Uh, oh, did Teffy say that? He, Is that why he, he got banned? Is he banned at the moment? Yeah. He probably did then. Well, for starters, I'd say he's a fucking idiot because other than obviously having uh, money on Josh Kennedy for the Coleman, she was sucking North's dick all day. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, here we go. They're going to punch on over umpiring. Nothing else on this particular situation? Uh, it's just disgusting. Like, disgusting. look disgusting. at yourself as a parent. Yes, as a single mother, this disgusts me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never should have brought this up on this forum. Last, last of the talking points, real quick, some of the retirements we did... Bob Murphy's retired, which, you know, but let's hope there's no finals wank fest in regards to that, because that could go on. Uh, How bad would it be if he decides that he comes back? Let's hope uh, Hodgie can give him the farewell he deserves. <laughs> uh, knocking him out of the finals race and knocking him out, full stop. Stevie J retired as well. Dennis, yeah. the menace, Armfield. Jesse White. Yeah, defensive <laughs> Jesse. leaves a massive hole in Collingwood's back line. It's like a calendar of retirements, wasn't it? Mm. Every day, something else. And, of course, Jab Watson. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen, Job, the game didn't cheat on you. It never cheated you on cheated, you. you. You cheated the game. Yeah. I hated the fucking way so in the media. They were, they were making a big deal about how sad it was that he lost his love for the game since the drug saga. Oh, boo-hoo. They put the pressure on your club to name what happened. Yeah, well, and he lost his love for the game. All he had to do was go, geez, this seems a little bit odd. Maybe I should fucking look into this. Instead, he went, yes, sir. And show some fucking leadership. Yes, sir. I will, I will, can I please have some more, you know? And you just know he pressured the younger kids. Nah, I don't. I don't buy that. He doesn't strike me as a forceful enough personality. That's why he never stood up. I reckon. I reckon he just went with it, and the others just saw him do it, and he sort of led by example in that way. He did it, and Spike McVeigh, you know, because he has no moral compass. Like, look at his brother. He would have been the one who actually pushed it on the others. I don't. I don't think he forced anyone. Like, does does he strike you as someone who could actually inspire any fear or following? He he's not the he's not the type of leader who would pick people up and carry them on their back, so to speak. No. Good or bad. He's not the one who's forcing them to have the injections. That's James Hurd. <laughs> he's the one telling him to get injected. Yeah, because he's a fucking cult leader. Yeah, and he's actually got that sort of person. You fucking take the No, injections. but I mean... Yeah. And that's the thing... My eyes. Like, I, I, I sort of tagged you in a comment, Stubborns, about Mark Robinson was going... You know, you're a coward if you if you boo James Hurd at Grand Final. James Hurd's a coward. Yeah, well, no, that's my point exactly. Like, instead of trying just to clear his name, he could have put pressure on the club through legal means to release exactly what mm. was given and he when and how. And, and, he and he did not to. do that. He didn't want to. That is cowardly. Question time. Red Vest wants to know how much did Motlop lift his currency by for his inevitable move for Richmond by playing well against them on the weekend? Well, Vesti, 50 bucks. Vesti, I will answer your question with another question. How much are you going to melt when he stays put? Because <laughs> that's that's what's going to happen. There, there would be no take. The only scenario I could have seen where Motlop ended up out of Geelong was somewhere 
involved in the trade for Ablett because Geelong have no draft picks, so he'd be a bit of a sweetener for whatever shitty, whatever they could throw to the Gold he'd Coast. Fit he'd, be, right, he'd fit right in up there. Yeah, he'd be a sweetener, and the Suns would probably be dumb enough to do it. But unfortunately for Geelong in that scenario, I don't think it's happening because all the sort of people who made that deal at the Gold Coast are probably going to lose their jobs too. So, yeah, he's staying put and enjoy it, Vesti. But I don't think he'll be paying him that much. So I guess it's okay for you. And he, Talk about Wanko for a game. He ran down the centre of the ground a couple of times in the last quarter and apparently had a good game. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, like, it's hardly like he, you know, 30 and 3. No, he only had like 19 disposals, I think it was, and one goal. All of a sudden, it's worth 800 grand. Yeah, fuck off. Did I not call it last week when I said Josh Caddy will never have a game that good again? (laughs) (laughs) Call to Hammy. Boss wants to know who will win the Coleman. Ty Vickery. Uh, Back for the last two rounds, kick two. He will rise like a colossus. He will snatch what's right. What's the last game? Levi Casbold. What's the last game of that round? West Coast, Adelaide, so Kennedy okay, so will be behind and he can catch up. Franklin, Franklin will kick 10 and put him, what, 7 ahead or so? Kennedy will kick 8. That's a lot of goals against the Crows. So um, Ad- Ad- Adelaide are going to flood the back line like we did against Carlton. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, in that case, Franklin will kick none and Kennedy will need two goals to win it. And he won't get one. Who plays Essendon in the last week? I hope they flood the back line just to piss the Essendon supporters off. Well, it's I think I think Essendon play Fremantle in the last round. <laughs> they don't we'll, even we'll, need to do. We'll it. know they'll flood the back line, but it probably won't work. <laughs> Zach Dawson oh, is not going to stop. Yeah, it. does Zach Dawson get a good bite game? <laughs> Will he get chaired off with Dennis Armfield, <laughs> Jesse White? I have a question. How jealous is everyone that all Australian ruckmen in waiting? Big boy McAvoy has signed a new deal at Hawthorne. Oh, did he? Oh, good Wait, on him. So is, oh! he, is he going to be in All-Australian next, oh. next year? This year? Oh. No, Paddy Wright has got speaking, it. Speaking of re-signings, I'm very disappointed Dan's not here. Adelaide have um, re-signed a quartet of players, including one, Tom Doty. <laughs> Does that mean that Lever is leaving? Is Tom Doty's contract hurting the Crowbot's depth? <laughs> Their salary cap, absolutely. Mm, they're converting the Crowbot salary cap. I think we need a thread like that, just like the O'Rourke one. When I saw you send that through, I, I went over to the Crows board expecting to see melts about Bodie, because obviously... <laughs> yeah, because the draft day was pretty bad. It, it is, it's got a bit of Thorpe over Selwood to it, mm. but they were all very positive about it, and they were just like, yeah, he's a Victorian and he wanted to stay here. <laughs> he did Nick Victoria. Has he actually played a game? No. It's like you stood in something disgusting. So it's a good signing because he's Victorian. Yeah, he didn't want to leave, and when you're Adelaide, if they don't want to leave, that's a good sign. Corny wants to know the most unusual thing you've bought, personally seen, bought to the footy food, merch, etc. A chicken. (laughs) I had to go to. Well, I was going to a game, and I left late from work one. One night, it was a Friday night game, and I took a, a, a file from work, like a tax file. But that's not, neither here nor there. That's all I got. I took a live lobster once and just... Bullshit. And a tub of hot water, and I just boiled it on the spot in front of kids. Pinchy. 
Let's go to this week on the bay, through the week, what we got? You're all a bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a red card. I've got a day off for that. Basil's Empress. Prince Basil is back. Sir Basil of Perth. Sir, Sir Basil. Basil of Perth. Anyone else got anything? There was a really good thread, I think, by LW or something like that. What, what, LW with the late news on James Hood presenting the medal. Yeah. I'm going to toot my own horn here. I liked my Friday afternoon music oh, thread. When have you abused power? Seven teams, four positions, who make finals? Yeah, I liked that one. Hadouken, why is Hawthorne falling away, but Geelong and Sydney are contending again? I think he had another one. Yeah, he had two this week. I can't remember them, but they were good. To answer your question, Hadouken, which I'm going to pretend you posted in the thread, (laughs) the reason why we're falling away a little bit is because we won three flags in a row. Something those (laughs) two shit clubs could only hope to do. And also those shit clubs are propped up by the AFL and the government through handouts and cola and cheat grounds. And we have to stand on our own two feet like the hard-working family club that we are. So- and prey on families in the area with pokey dollars. I'm all for pokies. If you want to piss away your money, that's your prerogative. I'm all about choice. You vote Liberal, don't you? You have been through the old episodes very well, I see. If you picked up on the, uh, <laughs> is that the best you can do line? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you vote for liberal because you have one of those really funny name ones, was the gay love or love joy? Or... The, the, the only reason I have, I have voted uh, liberal in the federal elections is because my liberal MP's name is Ian Goodenough. So... <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy, that fucking guy. <laughs> So thinking about his watch on Facebook, yeah, that your fucking vote. So my my reasoning is he's good enough for me. <laughs> That's a bumper sticker and a half. I'll give a sort of reach around here um, to Legrill for the love song dedication thread. I think we've had similar done before, but you know, a bit of fun. Can't think of. Oh, it got me through, like, the last two hours of work on a Friday. So, completely self-serving, but it was good. I, I distinctly uh, remember a, a poster named uh, Ready Teddy Go coming up with that thread originally. <laughs> Ready what? Teddy Go. But even then I said, I said in the thread, I'm sure it's been done before. Oh, Valley but... Ready Teddy Go, taken away too soon for being too elfish. So the introductions board was another one I thought was pretty good. Um, or I've been reading the introductions board lately from what is it? Oh yeah. So where'd we land on thread the week? I don't know. Baz was all right, I guess. Even though I got a Basil. day off. Vlog of the week. Ugh. it was all pretty stale. There's that stupid fucking North support. I'm not sure if it's a really bad troll, but he's like groin guru. Oh, he's all right. He's a bit. He's funny. a fuckwit. Well, put it into context, what are you talking about? Oh, he actually thinks he's getting billings. That's silly. <laughs> oh, no, he does He does Josh Kelly. He, he's actually quite funny because... If he's quite he's, funny, then, like... On the North Board, he's quite funny because he pa- plays up to being Steve Saunders. And Who yeah, the fuck's that? A sort of physio that got... Who was lauded as being like the mastermind of North's great run with injuries, and pretty much since that article was written, we have just been decimated by injuries. But yeah, 
it's a bit of it. It's like the uh, the Chris Pilkin account that always pops up. <laughs> kinda, kinda, kinda. So I'm going to stick up for him because I quite like him. He's a good bloke. The Richmond flog who melted on the Geelong board. Oh, right. yep. Which one? Uh, there was one in particular I've quoted in the Richmond Flog Say the Darda Sings thread. He posts on the, the, the thread on the main board as well. Have we got anyone else? going to go broken on because he just continues to be an insufferable flog. i got nothing I, in terms of flog of the week. It's really, it's been slim picking. Nothing of note has happened. This has been a very slow week. Like, it's almost like this week didn't happen. Do you think there's a bit of, you know... Penultimate round fatigue, or, or I think know. we're sort of settling into things, and people are waiting for the shit to kick off. And yeah, I think pe- people have just come around to the fact that Dan and I were right. <laughs> <laughs> or sort of. I like how you're claiming. Sort of, I like how you're claiming yourself as part of that. I was agreeing with him all along. <laughs> I just wasn't quite as vocal about it. Although, actually, we're, we're still a mathematical chance, and actually, yeah. the, 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 I think S. If Essendon lose to Gold Coast, we're in. Because, you know, West Coast aren't going to beat anyone good. Could you imagine? No, I mean... I might change my tune in two weeks, and all of a sudden the season will be good again. Could you imagine if they snuck in and, like, got into a grand final? The St Kilda board. Cookie, I'd put you on suicide watch, mate, I reckon. Why? Well, if that happened... mind that much, but there are some... St Kilda board folks that are really fucking invested in our first round pick. And if it ended up being like pick fifteen or eighteen or something, then yeah, they're, they're, yeah, but they're, they're, they're all melty. <laughs> they're all melty on that board. Jesus Christ! Let's go to I, I don't even know who we gave flog of the week to. Well, you, you could give it to the Richmond to the Richmond melty guy flog, but he kind of said he said Hope Selwood gets AIDS and Dangerfield gets MND. So yeah, they, whoever wrote they, that. Yeah. No, they're not a flog of the week. They they get an immunity idol as well, uh, <laughs> immunity from future infractions. Because yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. Good, good. <laughs> Disgusting. Next week's games. Who's tipping? Or do we have a coin? I'll just go. Uh, Adelaide, Sydney. I'm feeling Sydney. Just yeah, I agree. Western Bulldogs, Port. The dogs are top outside. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> I'll, go... Test. <laughs> I'll go dogs. Collingwood, Geelong. Collingwood usually beat Geelong. Yes. As fucked up as that sounds, yes, you're right. West Sydney, West Coast. West Coast. West Coast? No, I'm in West Sydney, sorry. The Battle of the West. The the Greater Western. <laughs> Gold Coast, Essendon, Essendon. Carlton, Hawthorne. But how funny would it be if Gold Coast won? You know, I'm going to go Carlton. No, you want that draft pick. Oh, baby, I do. Melbourne. So do we. (laughs) Melbourne. St Kilda Mm. North. St Kilda. Frio Richmond. Oh, God, this is actually the hardest game of the round. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you you see their scoreline last week? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you're Richmond. We won't lose this one. Well, they're not Tiff Richmond. Hang on, hang on. Is, Is Domain a cheat round? Well, yeah, it's a cheat. It's a cheat ground, but Frio aren't good enough to take advantage of that. Okay, Geelong are. Okay, do you guarantee it? Are you saying Lagrill put your house on Richmond? I, I think this is going to be worth at least an account bet. No. Or something. 
No. Okay, what what will you do if Richmond coughed this up? I'll fucking melt. <laughs> we... Can it be like all time epic, like dump manure on Pump Road? Yeah, can can it be memorable? No, I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be melting. You know the way I do, all in all in my head, where no one else can know that it's going on. Oh, I'm extremely confident we'll win, but it's just yeah. No, I get that, and any right-thinking person would agree with you. But to my mind, and this is a complete independent sort of call, I, I would, if I was a Richmond supporter, I would never be confident. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be, but at the same time, sometimes you just have to be when team. Some teams are just that shit. You got to be, and at this particular stage, like yeah, I'm not. Obviously, I'm backing away. When you when when you when when you say put your house on it, I back away from being that definitive. But you know, I'm ninety nine percent certain we'll win. Well, come on, we need something. We need some gesture if they cough this up. No, I just I don't I don't, I don't do bets or guarantees. Okay, could you at least jot down your thoughts after the siren and keep it as raw as possible, and then deliver that. In a um, rant monologue, in a ma- rant slash monologue for next week's show, if, in a, in if a, it happens. In a rancy pants style. You know monologue. what? If if I if I remember to do that, sure, I will I will I will write down I'll write it down raw and I'll deliver it. I'll deliver it, it as the dot points that it will be. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, it's something like I hope Matt Fife gets AIDS and. Uh, Knocky Neil MND, you cheating campaigners. Don't you out my Elias. Um, look up, look I, out. I do probably wouldn't be too hard for Nat Fife to get uh, AIDS, oh. judging his, judging by his co- extracurricular activities. Vote yes, people. <laughs> don't upset Bob, and don't be like Penal. Hey, uh, I said I'm, I'm voting yes. Oh, McVeigh. Any, anything else on the remaining games? I think the Crows will beat Sydney. I think they'll. I think the message will be. I think the message will be sent this week as to who the true front runners are, and that Sydney still aren't quite there yet. Adelaide shaping to be to win the win the premiership and make Danger look like a real idiot. That kind of would be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, yes. And Adelaide will win <laughs> the flag, and then they'll lose. They'll lose probably three of their players. <laughs> there are some moves at the end of this year that I, I reckon are highly determined on... By what happens. Yeah, like the three yeah. at the Crows and Josh Kelly. Who's the third Crow? McGovern Charlie Cameron's Lee the Grove. other one looking at moving. He's, well, apparently it's role. done. He's going to go to Brisbane. Mm. For Brisbane. Rockcliffe, probably. <laughs> Trade for Rockcliffe. God. I've, I've got a feeling that Rockcliffe will end up at the Eagles. Oh, that's I what they know. need. That's exactly what they That's need. That's what they need, another front-running mid. Yeah, another midfielder that doesn't fucking work hard enough, doesn't hurt you. Yeah, I, I would have thought just it needs another cunt, but... Um. Is, uh, is Pendlebury to Adelaide still a thing? Please tell me it's still happening. No, nah, I reckon if BWS win the flag, I reckon Kelly's off. If the Crows win the flag, I reckon Lever and um, McGovern and Cameron are off, and... Some of them might leave anyway. I don't think they all will, though. I, I think, think if Geelong wins the flag, the whole football-supporting public will be off. 
tax evasion will go through the roof after yeah. that. It's just, just disgusting that they could buy their way to a flag with taxpayer dollars, just buy in the best player in the competition and a range of B-grade spuds. So if you're going to steal from the people, just do it more directly. Yeah, like with pokies, yeah, like with, Hawthorne did. With, yeah. No, with a fucking old-school Geelong-style 1980s Hang pyramid scheme. <laughs> Hang on. Who plays, who plays games in Tasmania with sponsorship from a state government? No, but that's two parties using a... a, a oh, that's the free market wink, part of wink, work, wink, too. Wink, wink, wink. That's a mutually beneficial <laughs> arrangement. Yeah, Hawthorne that Hawthorne win out of. Hawthorne <laughs> brings more to Tasmania in terms of tourism dollars than what the Tasmanian uh, government has to pay. They're visitors. You don't get to count their heads twice. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about all the... All the it's it's a cheat sponsorship. Cheat sponsorship. <laughs> cheat home. It's just like not good enough. Anyway, nothing else to be said. Yep. Oh, I think yep. it needs to be said that our Tasmania sponsorship is the free Above market board. working hard to bring benefits to mutual parties, which people support, and it's not a blatant waste of taxpayer dollars like the Victorian government popping up Geelong. You you actually are in good enough, aren't you? Well, he he's he's a uh, far right Christian conservative, so he'll probably be voting no. So he'll be making Bob very unhappy. He's he's not good enough for Bob. <laughs> anyway, this was the vlogcast for round twenty-two. Starburns joined by Cookson. Do something funny, footballers! Hurry up! Leg grill. Fight yes, you dickheads. And penal. Authorised by the Liberal Party Canberra, sp- spoken by I good enough. Morg was gone a while ago, if you didn't notice. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next don't, week. Don't forget to watch Survivor next week, you dickheads. <laughs>